is the this is the system. You must catch this truth. You must understand this. I'm replying myself. I'm Vincent. I'm Vincent. I'm Vincent. That is a tag given to this body. If you open it up, you will not see Vincent there. Two of us. But my spirit now is no longer my number one general person. From the day I believed and I yielded myself to the Lordship of Jesus, I received something. Repentance and genuine transmission that takes place is not about what you have abandoned, it's about what has entered you. You know, a typical Christian is really a typical Christian or a general mentality of Christian that, oh, have you repented? Yes, I'm not going to do this. I'm not. So, emphasis about what and what you have stopped doing. I'm not doing this again, no. I'm not doing this again, no. Damn, it means you have repented. That is half the truth. The bigger truth is that when you repented and God born again, something entered you. And the bigger picture is all about what entered you, not what you left. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have, say have. Have. In my life. For shall have so something has entered you. It means you are not in possession of something. That's the bigger picture. Shall not perish because all of us by birth were born perishing beings. All of us were born into darkness. We're born into death. What you and I call life is not life. It's inverted death. Death that appears as if it's life. That's why from the day you are born, the greatest thing you fear is death. Because you're already in a death process. And the greater picture of the death is not here. It's when you have left this place, then you are eternally separated from God. That's the bigger death. So all of us were born into death. We're all born into darkness. We're all born into misery. We're all born into hopelessness. So if God did not send me Jesus, so that we can make a choice, as we make him our choice, we'll be rescued from the perishing dimension that we've already accepted from the day of death. And so what really happens is that what stops from perishing is that you have now what received eternal life. So the only remedy from perishing that all of us as human beings are born to is what eternal life, the very life of God. Some students should say, "Well, we're all born dead. We're all dead men moving around. That we're active here." Building houses and getting cars and marrying and having children. That thing you call life is not life. According to the original peoples. That's why when Jesus came, Jesus said, I have come that you may have life. Because what you have already is not life. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This knowledge is very important for you. Very important. 
Because we have come to a point where you need to break forth from the chain. There's something holding Christians back. They have started a journey, but they have not finally come into a point where they can step into their glory. That's why there's so much trouble in the Christian church today. We must break forth. The Bible says the righteous shall be delivered through knowledge. My people perish not because the demons are powerful. My people perish not because they are not paying enough. My people perish for what? Lack. So there's a knowledge that if you don't have, you will perish. In as much as you're a child of God, there's a knowledge that if you have, if you don't have it, even though you're a child of God, because in my people, that means it's God's people. You see, my people perish. Not the people of the world now. Are we together here? He said, My own people are destroyed because they lack a kind of knowledge, awareness, a spiritual experience that will catapult them above the thing that has capacity to bring them to destruction. The question now is what type of knowledge is that? Which is the lack, even though they are God's people, even though they are pious, even they are committed to serving God, they will still can suffer brutality. They can still be destroyed. It was Hosea who said that. He saw it in the prophecy. So, if that's the case, we have seen so many Christians destroyed. We have seen so many Christians suffer all kinds of things. Which you are not certainly you are really trying to point someone and say, God, then who is who is free in this mindset? If Christians can so at it, then we just hope in God and hope in God. So, what type of knowledge are we talking about? That when you begin to entertain that knowledge and you begin to crystallize with your spirit, then you will travel above. The point where you can be destroyed, you can be oppressed, you can be dealt with. Where can we get this type of knowledge? Let me go this way, things that bothered me. Because I was not just comfortable with ordinary Christianity. This is not going to be shown everywhere. Every day we hear you are blessed. Every day we say your tomorrow shall be different. People hear it. Things are not happening. Oh, take away that your personal journey with God. Can you beat your chest and say, I'm living the dividend of my knowledge of God? Is your consolation just the fact that you feel good going to church? Or is there some other things that are just between God and God that gives you better reason why you will continue? Together here. Amen. Amen. This is what God asked me. <coughs> Why must I still trust other systems more than the system of the faith I have in God? There's nothing about my life that the word of God does not address. But where must I at the point say, ah, no, 
the person will not help himself, God will help them all. Then I start seeking other help outside God. My own people are destroyed. My own people are devastated. My own people are oppressed. My own people are brutalized. My own people suffer deficiency. My own people are lacking, you know, in, in areas of health and many other things because they lack something. God would not look. What is this knowledge? That's what the Holy Spirit is going to take us into right now. I told you, the Holy Spirit is on, you know, is, you know, uh, how do you call it? He's rolling out different syllables of the Spirit that he wants to teach the church because he's a teacher of the church. The church is being prepared for the last onslaught of satanic forces. But not many are in class. Not many Christians are in class. We're not even in tune. I've said it before. <coughs> that if you're joining God, it's only church, 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 and you have a personal journey with God and the Holy Spirit, where you have time, where you study, at least if it's 30 minutes every day, where He teaches you, He starts teaching you. As you are reading maybe the book of Genesis, as you are reading from maybe uh, the place of creation, God will start teaching you personally. You begin to discover things yourself. As you're discovering, you're making notes. God is painting a picture of the knowledge in your head concerning only you. If you're not in that dimension yet, all right. <laughs> Part of your devotion is that every day you take your Bible, Holy Spirit, after my class, earlier from today. As you are reading, read. study it yourself. Go and read those stories yourself. Go through the scriptures, any part that touches you. Just have a consistent, if it's 30 minutes, one hour, one hour, or 20 minutes, every day, every day, every day. And you're able to crystallize things of scriptures and you find them down that this is what the Lord taught me today. Tomorrow you continue. This is what the Lord taught me today. Some days you go back and go through those things he has taught you, you cannot use them to pray. As you are praying, you say, Lord, just as the word came to me yesterday in the book of Genesis, chapter 2, like this, you say this, you say this, you say this, on account of that word, I believe it, and I'm decreeing and declaring, you have arrived, child of God. It means you're going to enter the class. The Holy Ghost can begin to teach you. What many Christians are not in class? Just pray and continue your life. This is a classical knowledge. It's a dimensional knowledge that the Holy Ghost teaches you as an individual. If you don't have that knowledge, the word of God has said it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I pray that we wake up. I pray that we come to realms. I pray that a new passion will come where we will be quickened to wake up. For you know what I right now, but the level of quickening that will come to you that will give you a drive into seeking this knowledge. It's not your fault. It's the devil. They will manipulate your mind. They will twist your head. They will distract you. They will bombard you. They will pull the atmosphere that you will do in such a way that you will not see reason for this. He's a master manipulator. He will tone down your spiritual life. 
all the formation, don't allow them have a counter knowledge. When Jesus said, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, he is talking about his knowledge. The word that God teaches you personally, the revelation that comes when you are just there, all of a sudden, you read the, the story of Zacchaeus again, all of a sudden, from nowhere, a part of it just bless you. He said, as I read this thing, eh, this thing makes sense to me. That's the time that means that I was coming to you. God was teaching you personally. It is this type of petty, petty knowledge that comes that builds you up and gives you capacity in the level of experience. That's the reason. Amen. There is no devotion higher than this. All your devotion put together cannot amount to two or three days that come through this. And you will say that. You want, to make, you want to see your personal devotion to another area of your personal life to make sense. Seek to this one. What devotion? And my mother Mary is as powerful as she is because she was a woman of the world. What built her up is this knowledge. Want to face darkness in our time? If you want to speak to a program for faith, if you want to speak to a program for militancy, if you want to speak to a program for victory, you must subject yourself to constant teaching of the Holy Spirit. No, God, you see all this I'm teaching you. None of them was taught in the seminary. You don't even teach this about you. For your own formation. This was my personal school in the Holy Ghost. I just want you to understand how it is. It's born of my own personal journey with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said he's your teacher. When he comes, he will lead you to all the truth. Even the truth that Christ gave us was not enough. The Holy Ghost will teach you at all. And that by that knowledge, that's how you're going to live. He will furnish you with the knowledge that you need that day. Man does not live on bread alone. By every word that comes. The Holy Ghost carries the word of power into your heart. We say, I believe the Holy Spirit, the Lord and the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, is adored and glorified. So when He comes, He will take joy. So there's a knowledge that He brings into you. That synchronizes with this life already existing in you. When the two of them come together, there is a spark. It's called fire. There's a flame in God. By virtue of you submitting to the Lord for Jesus, you have eternal life. That's why if you die, you see also, you see, you will find many Christians, many Catholics who are devoted, pious. They serve God with all their heart. If you kill them, they will enter heaven. 
pour ton être c'est la main de vie. They couldn't shoot God's spirit on the human being. They couldn't demonstrate the glory of God back upon their life because they lacked what? If you don't you enter heaven. So your Christian witnessing was short circuited life. You could not even bless your children with this grace you receive. You couldn't do anything with it. When Jesus said, do business till I come. You need to engage this life, this knowledge, in your earth work. And be able to manifest it by the light of the world. Both spiritually and physically. See, you need to see yourself from that perspective. You're done. There's something about you, prof God. Wake up to that dimension of yourself. Wake up to it. You are too unique. Don't allow lack of money, lack of because of hunger, because of government uh, policies, to make you see yourself as a victim, as a non-entity. No. You may not have all these things, but you are still what a child of God in glory, in power, in wisdom, carrying the treasure that the whole world cannot buy. Don't allow paper that men have written to determine your value. Because you have no car, then you're not worth it. That's the life of the flesh. Are you blessed? Yes. Are you blessed? Yes. Sometimes when you remind yourself, no matter who you are in this stage, your shoulder comes off. Your leg goes straight. It's the way you weigh yourself. You don't see yourself again. You don't get some say humility. Yeah, I'm humble. Humility is not that you're like this. Humility is become that which God has made you to be. That's what I'm blessed. I am blessed. Some special. I am special. Say there's something in me. There's something in me. God who invests, do you know what it means that for God to give you his life? 
That's the greatest investment ever made in the history of the human race. God's deposit of his life in the one person. Paul said, We carry this treasure in every vessel. The man saw it. John said, Greater is he who is in me than anything in this world. It's a treasure. The devil knows it. The devil knows it. Why is he after your life? Why is he attacking you? Why is he molesting your children? Why is he distracting you? If you're nobody, do you think he has? Why will he be wasting his energy going after you, prognosing, and you increasing, and you decreasing? Why is he doing all those things? Every human being that has passed on this planet Earth, they get the prognosis. What is it? Now that you have received him, he said, okay, no problem. I can't stop you from receiving him, but I can stop you from utilizing him in your life. But he steals knowledge from you. He keeps you perpetually ignorant. He keeps you perpetually ignorant in bondage to make sure that you don't acquire this one, acquire this one that will produce the necessary effect, which is called the light of life. Light of life. So say, I'm the light of the world. Look at the way he speaks. Did he say, I'm the light of Israel? He said, I'm the light of the world. That means the whole world. The light that gives this whole world meaning. Is I'm the light of the world. Now he says, He who follows me shall not walk in the darkness of this world. <coughs> wow. I said, Jesus, the way you talk so much. There's a darkness eating the world. I have said initially that we're all better in darkness. We're all better in all this misery, pain, manifesting different ways. Child of God, don't think that this will happen and just normal. They're not normal. They are in the effects of things, wearing up in the spirit from the living All this destruction. All these things and sickness everywhere. You see political upheavals. You see death among children and youth and corruption. You see marriage in shambles. You see careers for people being destroyed. He has come to kill. He has come to steal. He has come to what? Destroy. That's his ministry. So anytime you see any form of killing and destruction, just know it may take in form of it may take the form of a human being, but behind the scene, the engineer. The one who engineered this is Satan. I don't care the way he, he manifests, but I know he's Satan. Anywhere. I will show you how he does it. That's why you are like, we need to be very careful. The only thing that can stop his darkness. From taking hold of you and subjecting you to his oppression, to his destruction, to his killing machine, is with this life, synchronized with the right knowledge. 
there's something he calls into you. He brings out a militant dimension in you, a fighter. You begin to be sensitive to his moves. Even though you don't say it, you can feel the atmosphere. He's heavy with darkness. And immediately, there's some superiority mentality that comes into you that makes you engage the thought of prayer. So you will now see that when this begins to open your life, prayer becomes what you do, not only when you are going to bed or when you are waking up. It's because once you sense, you engage. Be it from the light of God or from the light of darkness. You can stay this way and tell of your spirit, picture what is happening in heaven. You are elated. And whether you like it or not, whether you find yourself, you are communicating. There is something going on, boiling inside of you. You are speaking the word of God. You are praising God. You are exalting God. And in the spirit of God, we furnish you with the thoughts that have come through the teaching experience you have had with you. And if it's the feast of darkness, you sense it. You say, Who are you to be here? The earth is the Lord. And everything thereof, you have no right to be here. In the name of Jesus, I frustrate your purpose and plans. I command you to go back. I know what you want darkness. See, tell me, do you know what is at work with this energy here? Divine energy in you, your relation. So when there's a synchronization between you and the energy by knowledge, power is the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man produces tremendous power. What makes your prayer effective is a prayer that is linked to what? Knowing you are a treasure, knowing that you have knowledge in the Holy Ghost, combined together, exercise in faith. The against force control your children. You exercise over your family. You can stand as a devil. You have encouraged my family enough from today. In the name, as you are saying from today, your identity in the spirit is what? Based on what you have known about the teachings of the Holy Ghost, where he has taught you warfare, he has taught you righteousness, he has taught you sacrifice, he has taught you love, he has taught you faith. You combine that and speak to Satan for the word. Well of salvation. From today, I forbid you from encroaching into the life of my daughter in the name of Jesus Christ. Because when you are speaking from this dimension, you are not begging. You are exercising authority as a child of royalty. You belong to a class of royalty. So you don't beg, you decree. And because you are speaking from the office of eternal life, that is who you are. So, what we tell your life from all kinds of rascality is that you are carrying treasure. So, that's why when somebody pushes you, you don't push back because you don't want to spill what you carry. When they slap you, what do you do? You get slapped back, you will spill this energy. When it's like you say, excuse me, the God bless you. Not because God is a You are carrying the treasure. Shall we be a man? So when you see a Christian maintaining the corner, he's a wise Christian. He knows. She knows. She knows. That's 
what made the difference. This system will tell you, pray for this person. It does not synchronize the normal brain. Your prayer will be angry, but your heart is commanding you to pray. Have you ever explained that before? Yes. Uh-huh. Your brain is still natural. So that I said, can you forgive and forget? You can forgive, but you can never forget. Because the brain never forgets. The brain is your paper where you write things. So you, you wrote the paper, you wrote the paper. So I don't allow the part to be there for you how to live your life. The more you give honor to this life, the more it tells you, then you combine it with the knowledge that you personally acquire in your joint with the Holy Ghost. Engaging the office of prayer is what keeps you above the harassment going on right now. Witches are everywhere. Bad people are everywhere. And not just everywhere, they are nation. They are very conscious that they are wicked. And they know that they are not going to emerge wickedness of people. As they are smiling, they are smiling invertedly. Because they say this or smile very soon will turn to sorrow. You are rejoicing that can rejoice with you. But you have calculated the next few months that this same person rejoicing will cry. They are conscious of their nation. Don't take anything for granted. Jesus said, I'm sending you as a sheep among wolves. And we have wolves in sheep clothing. They will come to you as sheep. But you don't know that inside there are venerable wolves. They come around to study you. They study your life. They know your inner mind. They try to find out what your weakness and your strength. So that when the day comes, they still come to you as a sheep, but eating you like a wolf. The wolf does not like to die before he eats you. He's eating you alive while you're watching. You are bleeding, he's eating you. You will die being eaten. Jesus did not see any animal to describe our mission. But because I'm doing the wolf, that tells you. He who created the wolf, Jesus, is telling you, I'm sending you like a sheep among wolves. That's why any Christian who is on God, forget it. You are a fowl and moving. It's a matter of time. You are like a fowl like in the cage where they are feeding, they are looking for box and are taking your life. You don't know your days are done. What the corporate <coughs> church and the individual church is under attack. And what will keep the church floating over the darkness that is ravaging this world today is what? The knowledge of eternal life. Just like the animal life gave you the other knowledge you have right now, the eternal life has its own kind of a knowledge.
For no good tree, yes, that fruit. Now again, does a bad tree, yes, good fruit. Verse 44. For each tree is known by its own fruit. <coughs> For figs are not gathered from some bushes. Now are grapes picked up from bramble bushes. 45. A good person. Wow, I love Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You see the way he teaches, eh? He takes natural things to teach you certain things. Now, at least this explanation he gave now is very clear. Now he takes it to the higher rank. He now says, The good person out of the good treasures of his heart. Wow. So we have good treasures. I don't have money. I don't have car. I don't have house. <laughs> but the one who created is telling that the treasure inside of you. You see, life is beautiful. Life is spiritual. Say, I have good treasures. I have good treasures. In my heart. In my heart. Yes, those treasures were planted by God Himself. When He gave you this in here, everything about your life is wrapped up in this. Everything. Everything. Now I want to ask you again. Child of God, do you have eternal life? Yes. yes. Are you sure? Yes. yes. But the problem is that your humanity is still guiding, ruling your divinity. Because when He gave you the eternal life, He expected that you begin to run your life from the eternal dimension and not from the earthly <coughs> dimension anymore. Because in our life we have the perfect combination of what? Divinity and what? Humanity. And God's intention is that the what? Our divinity governs and rules through our what? Humanity. Not the other way around. But you are, you are known more by your humanity than your divinity.
You see the point? This one will pass away. This one remains eternal. This one can deteriorate. This one can never deteriorate. You can oppress this one. You can't oppress this one. Because this one was made in order to be a master. This one was made to be boasting spirits. Your humanity was made to be a house for spirits. Now that the devil took over, Jesus came and broke that chain and then gave us a divinity. So we can now boast in our humanity divinity. Is it a conductor at the back of the car that drives the car or the driver inside? So when this life entered into you, now he's supposed to be the driver. But there are still conductors around who are still controlling your life. Are you catching it now? Yes. You still listen to a conductor telling you something. Man being around, everywhere is telling you what to do, what to do, what to do. When the man driving this side, that's the problem. You trust conductors and agoros who are doing your car for you. You forgot them when they say that they uh, to and This one is to load the car and get the money go away. When you go with the car, if the car is on the road, you know how to handle that. That's what the devil is doing. He's overloading your life. Because I listen to him. <coughs> he tells you how to manage yourself when the driver has come in. The greater one is inside. Shout a big amen. amen. Oh, take out time and celebrate him. Ah. <laughs> he's real, he's real. He's more real than you. He's more real inside here, not outside. From the day he came into your soul, he has not left you. He's still there. Tell him welcome now. He is here with you. By nature, he has engraved himself. He has infused himself into you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, thank you, precious Jesus. Ah, if you open it up now, you will see what Jesus said. You will see him there. His hand has entered my hands. His legs has entered my legs. My brain has become his brain. He talks through me. He manifests through me. And he's clothing. He is the real person inside. I no longer live. It is Christ that lives in me. The life I live in the flesh, I live by faith. By the connection I have with the soul of God who loved me and died for me. That is your testimony. When this overwhelms you, you don't pay for protection. Paul says, We are hidden in Christ. And Christ is hidden in God. Why hidden? Now watch. This is me, right? I'm not about to, but this is me. Hmm? This is Christ. Where is me now? Inside. Okay. And Christ is hidden where? In God. Where is Christ now? This is the true picture. So, locate me now. If you want to locate me, you have to locate God first, right? That's the real thing, though. You have to locate God first, locate Christ first. I, uh, are you catching it now? Catch it. That is the real thing. Let your brain catch it. Let your mind catch it. See yourself that way. It doesn't matter when you are alone. You are hidden in mystery. 
And that reason is in me, God. <coughs> Just like your children in the, in the house, if they're in the inner room and somebody come knocking at the gate, first of all, say, eh, I get to see uh, John. Say, who are you? I'm John's friend. Are you sure? Maybe it's the maid that received the first of the gate. Then he enters the parlor. The maid of the house and says, Excuse me, who are you? When he interrogates him and finds out that there's no serious question, get out from here. The maid of the house has gone now. John comes up and says, Daddy, what is it? I say, Don't mind, I'll settle the case. That will take me Amen. That's how God settles your case. But you are there, be careful. You are there, worry yourself. You are there, you are there. If your mind has insulted him enough, he will do so I can see what you are saying. Oh. Sometimes you have faith, no one can see God. Your creator is saying, a good man, out of his good treasure. It is out of the good thing there. He mentioned treasure. You mentioned what? Treasure. Sam, <laughs> so expensive. I'm expensive. I've known this for years. <laughs> That's why I don't allow it to come in where I will be. The problem is, this is what God wants to do. All I know is that it must work out. Amen. Amen. Your life must work out. Amen. I say your life must work out. Amen. All the worries you had 10 years ago, where are they now? Some of you maybe you were saying, oh God, may you allow me to do service. Oh God, I hate jobs. Oh God, may I marry? May I marry? Oh, may I locate my oh God, when I'm married. Oh God, may you bless me with children. Oh God, you had the first one. You were expecting Now you have five. Oh God, may you give me. Now all the things you are worried about, God. Now all those worries, those things, what do you get from it? Can't you say, excuse me? I've been worried where well, you're well, well, working. I'm not thinking enough is enough. I'll start my work. Let me invest all my energy or shrink anything. That's it. All your fears never mean anything in your life. So why do you say allow them to determine for you today the steps of your day? God don't fail in the, in the past. Why do you not see him that you will fail this time around? Just because you're not responding. You say, hey, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Your fears in the past, where did they Sometimes in your room, don't shout, I refuse to fear them. I refuse to fear. My God is faithful. Say it out. Because spirit is here, they hear your voice. So I have a good treasure. I have a good treasure. That's why all things work for your good. Okay? The oil, uh, oil wells in the Niger Delta, is it mobile and the shell? Did the oil wells move to where they, are, where they stay in their countries? Or is it the companies that came to where the oil is? 
They're all in Kuwait. Is it Kuwait that moved to America? To other places? Or is it those countries that are going there? To that and them?
we have not seen a lot of people who manifest Dodomi before him. There's something strange about your life that must conceptualize. Those things you are looking for outside, they are all inside you. Your healing is inside you. What will heal you? You are carrying it inside you. <coughs> what will deliver you is inside you. Look at it as well. That's why you are a blessing. That's the true and blessing from the Lord. Everything that lands on earth is a bond of blessing. You didn't come for the earth to bless you. You are trying to bless it. Are you following me? Let me truncate it because let me tell you, I don't know why I'm digressing. The real school is not this type of school we are going to. When you go and they teach you things from this earth and make you to recycle them and then by virtue of your intelligence, they will do People who have made it big beyond measure today were not going to pass to that normal school. But people who went to themselves and picked up something, these are the ones touched up in the area of Who's that make world war? They were stood up, right? Is it what the lack of school that gave you that? Check all of them. Check all of them. All of them who had who made it breakthrough, these discoveries. Far away, you don't go to school. The inside thing he began to play because of the Christian. He kept playing and playing. He wanted to just be able to connect to the formula he needed to do to produce the ball. He was engaging prayer while he was still working on it. Until one day he was showering. The day came. He ran out of bathroom. He didn't care whether he was dressed or not. He ran to his office to go and write down what came from the well of salvation. The school system of today doesn't encourage you to look into yourself. It tells you things are really there. And they tell us we are born stubborn. It's not true. They tell you are born stubborn. You don't need to teach you. Those who do education, they'll tell you that. They have to coach you. Subject the one person to this dimension, you'll be shocked at the kind of thing that will come Ingenuity. A lot of things that will blow your mind. Each person is on a mission to bless this realm with knowledge, with things that are strange. The channel of the that. That's why that's so paranoid so much about the kind of person that we will see. They now subject to skills. The more they excite their skills, the more fresh ideas are flowing. Because this knowledge flows by use. The more you use it, the more it comes, the more it, it draws it out. It draws it out. So they see that children, they surrender to craft. And you see them doing that for That's why China is blowing the minds of people. Because there's so much inside. So God is not going to bless you while you are here. He's furnishing you with what will bless you more here and even when you traverse to the other side. Because there are no that only bless you here, there are no that bless you after you from here. 
So we have the eternal life. We have the well of salvation. And with joy, we draw this water. We draw it. We draw it. The supernatural. Peter, the cover, discovered it. When Christ, after he has denied it three times, one day he said, what I have. What I have. I will give you. What does he have? By knowledge, he has discovered he has a word of salvation. Child of the Holy Lord. When I begin to exercise the word, they still don't want because you know you don't need it. You don't fetch water from it. That's why it is with normal word. Anywhere you don't fetch water from for after about a few months, one year, two years, three years, it gets corrupt. But if you are fetching water every time, it's what? It's fresh, it's fresh, it's fresh, it's fresh. Exercise your God life. Jesus said, the good man, out of his word, good treasure. Mm. The good person, out of his good treasure of his heart, produces what? Good. And the evil person, out of his evil treasure, produces what? Evil. Even those who are evil, they have evil treasures too. They never to act, no. <laughs> you know, gives them so much in evil. That's what you see there. What they all they do is go to exercise like this. It's exaltation. Have you seen any poor man or any person when he wants to do evil? He starts praying to the, the, the devil. The devil, come and help me. I want to do evil now. Come and help me. Come and help me. Satan, come, 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 come. Have you ever seen that? No. When they come, they tell you that you now. All they do is go to incantation. Incantation is switching over to what? To the evil side of the current side. And they start doing And then you start getting that And they will release something. <coughs> Have you ever seen an evil man after he has finished making incantation? Then the devil will be the one to respond for what he is. Have you ever seen that? It's only the person that engages whatever will happen to you. Anything he wants, if he wants to blind you, that blindness must come through him or her. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We must understand this is a, is a, is a small uh, knowledge that we must understand. Because in our own understanding, when we are praying for something and we are, we are expecting God to act, we want God to act from there. When God has furnished you with all this so that you can exercise yourself from there, you are not to exercise it. So begin to learn to unleash. The wealth, the treasure inside you to either blessing you, bringing victory, judgment upon the wicked. Learn to unleash the unlimited life you have inside and stop worrying God. He gave you his eternal life so you can stand for him here and act on his behalf. Is it real or I accept this? <coughs> you have enjoyed being prayed for. For too long. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. I'm going to do this. Pray for me. I'm going to do this. Ah. Hmm. The one I'm seeing is not easy. I need serious prayers. These are the language of those who are still very small in the spirit. 
This life God has given to you as a person is sufficient to man your aeon. This is your world, entire world, eh? You are here. Okay? Are we together here? Yes. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is your world. Everything has to do with your world. From the day you are born to the day you are going to die. This life you receive is sufficient to man your world. And if you're able to build up enough, strong enough, you can become a distributor. <laughs> you can help other people. Just like I'm here, I'm helping you. Now, but the word distributors. Hmm? That's why we can bless you from the excess we have in our young. God wants you to, to so develop you all to the point where you can be a blessing to people around you, to your family, to your children, to those who are not the neighbors, some of us you feel. And that's how you advertise our product. The life of God in you. Shall we big amen? Amen. Say I'm blessed. Yes. When are you going to be a distributor? When are you going to trust the product that has put in you so much that you are now able to stay it up and you can save devil, you cannot touch any part of my young, and then I'm going to be a blessing. This life is not going down. As long as you are wrapped up in this life, you become so conscious of not yourself anymore. But conscious of that life of God in you consistently and allow this life to become the determining factor of the choices you make, your decisions, everything. Allow this life to determine your life. Let me take a little bit. When you are sick, you see, by virtue of this life, we are already studying, okay, something. In this life is what? The nature, right? In this life is what again? Life. Uh, the life. This life is what? The spirit. Okay. Now. Now, you will see that each of these dimensions that make up this life has its own implication for our lives, right? By its nature, we have escaped corruption, right? Yes. Corruption. Corruption that comes by sin. Corruption that comes by decadence. Corruption that comes by darkness. So, by this life now, it has impacted your human nature with divine nature in such a way that your divine nature now, by what it carries, it can resist corruption that comes first by what? Deterioration by two, effect of mortality, and then three, by darkness, death. By deterioration means things like sicknesses that come in different ways. All forms of sickness are captured within what? Deterioration. Are we together here? Yes. Sir. Are you following? Yes. Sir. My sister, you are saying, mm -mm. say yes again. Which one? You must follow. Hey, God. Holy Spirit, give us understanding. Give us knowledge. Tear our minds open to receive this in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Now, we have not established that we have eternal life, right? Do you agree with that? Yes. Do you have eternal life now? Yes. Is it your own life that is there now or God's life? God's life. Good. So that's right now from now on. So don't talk like human beings anymore. Talk like God. Don't speak the language that demeans you. Don't speak the language of defeat. The language of negativity. Now, if all this life to start working in you, don't work in hatred. Don't work in anger. Exercise love more. Love, forgiveness, peace. Okay? Are you following me now? If all this life will start overwhelming you, coming out from your soul and entering your, your system, mental system, emotional system, your body system, don't hate. No matter how much you are offended, refuse to be offended. You can feel hot because somebody did something to you as human, but don't retard it. Don't allow it to eat you up. Because as it eats you up, it weighs you down and brings you back to the humanity. That's why you say, I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I've loved you. Don't react. Always respond based on what this life is inside, what this life is doing for you. The moment you walk in hate, in anger, in all these things, you demean, because this life does not, you know, it's not in line with this life. That's why we refuse to forgive and let go. And you're holding it. You think you are doing yourself good. You are destroying yourself. You are a house divided against system cannot work. Stand. And if you watch, anytime you start doing anything that is not, in, in, that not consistent with life, you see yourself having restlessness. Your man will be talking to you. Stop, 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 stop. But you don't want to stop. They don't keep dragging you because you know the more he drags you, the more this life will go down. This life sometimes can even tell you, yes, it's your right, leave it. Hey, but the way it's insulting me, that's why you don't listen to your brain. Once you want this life to operate in you, don't listen to your brain again. Your brain is empty. It's my right. It's insulting me. If I let him go, tomorrow again, he'll do it again. Stupid thought. <coughs> walk in love. Love. The first step to walk in love is refuse to be hurt by people's words. Actions. Oh, it's not easy. If you don't make it easy, then you will work as what every human being. That's it. You will work as what every human being, and this life will be ineffective in your life. That's it. Till I pray to you tomorrow, bind and cast, you are still down. You can't work in power. So the ingredient that this life needs is love. Forgiveness. Deal with your human relationship and refuse to allow them to bear up on you. No matter the situation, be a fool and keep this. Be a fool. They push you, yes, and say, no problem, thank you. No need to continue. Because by so doing, you are killing pride. Ego will go. Now, this life will begin to work inside of you. It's not. Then it will begin manifesting in this nature. And this nature, when it starts growing, it will deal with every form of corruption. And the first thing of God is what we say deterioration, which is sickness. Sickness in the bone, sickness in the arteries, sickness in the organs. So that you feel sickness is an oppression. You feel it oppressing you. 
truncating the normal system of your body. You feel that discomfort. When you feel it, child of God, it's not just the gem. That gem is a spirit. You have to resist him as I refuse to be sick. Because the first place sickness attacks your mind. You'll be convinced you have this sickness first. You are convinced you have this first. You will go to the hospital they say you have it. It's true, that's a fact. But in reality, it's not part of God and it's for you. You know what you're saying now. What they reported is true. I went to the hospital now, they said, Bean, you have malaria. I would say, No, I don't have malaria. No, no, no. So I say, No. They say, they say they are sick, not me. Because they don't confirm it. They say they will die, not me. Because they are afraid to say it, so they pray, say it, it will not happen. No, 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 no. That is a, an amateur word. Bring that. The facts on ground is that you are having malaria, which is true. Yes? Yes, I have malaria. But the malaria is not there as a decoration. Right? Is that what? Huh? The malaria is there to do what? To bring you sick, to make you sick. And in sickness, anything can happen. Every sickness is having just one goal. What is it? Good. Whether it's malaria, whether it's cancer, whether it's my tobaccos, all of them is what? Whether sickness is what? Sickness. What is responsible is called the spirit of infirmity. And the spirits of infirmity are positioned to bring oppression. They have come to kill. They have come to destroy. The mirrors of demonic spirits are there to destroy. You think they will just make kind of a cut your head? No! They come through all these things. They manipulate into your system. And you start feeling yourself being shut down. You lose your peace. You lose your joy. You lose your strength. You lose your hey, appetite. You lose this one. You feel pain. When you go to bed, even sometimes it doesn't come. They are, they are killing you softly, softly, softly. Before you say, ah, this person has very malaria, maybe can die. You hey, know how. There's no ordinary malaria. All of them have one goal, one mission. What malaria is doing to you? If they show you the picture in the telescope, or is it the telescope or microscope, how they operate, hijacking your vital organs, you will know that these gems have an intelligence for destruction. Is it God who gave the intelligence for destruction? Why your antibodies put it in what? In same uh, the uh, microscope and see how they fight gems. You will know that evil and good is not just what you think it is. There are systems that are empowered by good. There are systems that are empowered by what? Evil. You see your blood, your white blood cells, how they fight, how they give up, they fight until they die. They are what they call body chemicals. They don't fight to come back. They fight and die because they want to preserve you. Who put them there? It's God. That's why there's some sickness you see having catar. Those catar are dead white blood cells that died to keep you alive. Are you telling me? Mm -hmm. 
Is a conglomerate of these different, different gems that are manifesting in form of you call it you call it this one. All of them are under what they call the spiritual host of wickedness that are bent on bringing destruction and death, and they come they communicate deterioration. So, by virtue of this life, are you for it now? By virtue of this life, when you begin to walk in the light of this life and your divine nature is activated by love, by prayer, by love, by prayer, righteousness, and refusing to make yourself ordinary, this nature comes alive. When they come, there's a capacity you have. In as much as you're still growing, you can take your drugs, no problem. But there's another force you have to resist. A day will come, you won't see drugs again. These are the third class sites to so look up, right? Can you just go and buy a now? Now you go to costume. You have no jersey. They keep delaying it. I know a person I'm dying for more than eight months now who have multiple fibrosis, fibroid. She's dying, bleeding every day. Come to bed, come to bed. Up till now, they're not bringing her. They just look at her and say, that was the last six I think it's she dies. It's a system. They don't need hands to teach you. They drugs too, they have not changed all of them. And very soon to spread all over. They have made to depend on drugs so much. A time will come, they will withdraw on the drugs. I tell you, oh yeah, if you don't come to us, if you are sick, if you want us to heal you, you must decide, you must accept what we want. Amen? They will give you a condition. Will you back to take the drug or not? Yes, well, I hate it. It's part of the plan to say they can calm down on you. They are producing all kinds of sicknesses. One day, I have no kinds of things. All of it is what to bring deterioration. So that if you have not yet been trained by the Holy Ghost to come to a point where you are exercising your human, the divine nature, to resist these enemies when they come. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to feel sick. I refuse to yield to this. And you keep saying it all the time. When your mind is trying to accept it, say no. As long as there's light in your, in your heart, that sickness will not be left alone. That's what the Bible says. Let it sick. It's part of the training. Now, when they withdraw all their drugs now and they're sick, how do you feel yourself? You start praying to God. You begin the wrong orientation to be praying to God. When God, who knows the beginning from the end, have given you what it takes, so I can grow with it and come to that maturity where you can exercise this dimension. You walk in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The second, second level of uh, 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 corruption or of escape is mortality. 
What is mortality? Mortality is that everything in this space and time is subject to deterioration. There's a curse on this planet. Everything must go down. Everything must age. That's the right word. Okay? Everything must age. And by aging, it loses its relevance and strength. Everything. That's why you buy a car today within five years, it ages. What happens? The price drops, the value drops. As the time is going, it loses its relevance. Right? Now, human beings, we have been made to believe that as we are aging, just because we are not functioning again, we are not relevant. But that's the time of God. The Bible says, in their old age, they shall sleep full of sap and still green. Even as you are aging, from glory to glory. Are you getting the point now? Yes. From glory to glory. You may, your outward form may be diminishing, but your inner man is growing stronger and stronger. <laughs> So that even in your old age, you don't feel the old age. Your body may look old, but your spirit is still the spirit of the youth. Caleb was 80 when we were moving from you know, uh, Egypt to the promised land. As they crossed the Jordan, and they say we need to go and fight to take over the Jebusites, the Hittites, and the rest. God has said we can't fight. But Caleb says, even I'm 80, I feel as if I'm 40. The man has conquered what? Mortality. <coughs> you are not yes. You are going to start. People think that aging is by elevating good food. <laughs> it's a mindset. It's a strong energy that grows you strong. But in your old age, Everything around you is satisfied in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your old age, people come, you lay on them and bless them and take them. In your old age, you will talk wisdom will flow out of you. Not because of wisdom that you acquired from experience, but wisdom that you have journeyed with on account of this life that has stayed with you. Hallelujah. Amen. The last to deal with. Corruption is death. By this, it means that the devil cannot cut your time short here anyhow. You see, you have escaped accidental death, untimely death. Something just come and finish this way. No, 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 no. You don't pray against death because by nature you have been saved. Legality of existence. You will live the fullness of your life and fulfill God's purpose. When your time comes, you will know you're going. Like Joseph, you will call your people and bless them one after the other and tell them, you know, time, how we be going. Just the way you came, you were prepared when you were coming. People knew you were arriving. When you are going, people should know. Yeah. I believe you saw it. When I was praying for you, they waited for nine months. Yes. Nine months before I go, they must know. Amen. That is the grace you receive when you go there by nature. They escape the corruption of cutting you short. Accident will not take you. Strength will not take you. Anytime you are subjected to harassment, close over your screen in the name of Jesus.
always eject strikers. When the plane is collapsing, they press the button. What happens? They eject us from the plane. Press your button. This is a life you carry. I don't like getting this knowledge. This is what the Holy Ghost has taught us. I refuse to age in the times of this world. Every day is from glory to glory, from glory to glory. I'm ready to my flesh. My flesh will be looking haggard, but in my spirit, I'm still strong. You are blessed. Amen. You see what you This is what God invested in you. This is the treasure you carry. And you see begging to bless you. So we are dead with death, we are dead with mortality, we are dead with destruction. So sometimes when you stay, you put your hands up and say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for the gift of eternal life. I thank you because I'm blessed. I thank you because you have brought me to the place of joy, of peace. Refuse to allow the, the waters to sink your boat. Dominate your environment with your own water. There's a well inside of you. Water your life. In the name of Jesus, I command peace here. You have released the joy, the peace, the water that you carry. So this is the implication of this life. That's a good treasure. Every good man and woman, from the treasures of their hearts, they bring up good things. Good things don't come from heaven, God. Good things come from the deposit of goodness God has put in your heart. And that goodness is what? Uh, are you good? Yes. Are you good? Yes, yes. yes Father. Don't People ask me, say, I'm good, but I'm not going to pass you. They forget that that God puts something inside of you. You're not good by yourself. You are good because you carry God's goodness. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I have eternal life. No more infirmity. No more infirmity. No more poverty. 
report to be rewritten again. Whatever has been projected into your spirit, your mind, your body. Anyway, that is tormenting you. This hold is broken now. Amen. All that the sound of God be healed and restored. Amen. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. Everything tormenting your mind. Lose your grief for those people. Every spirit of oppression, obsession, and possession. Your hold is broken. Your hope is broken. Amen. I say to you free by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Be cleansed, be cleansed, be cleansed, be cleansed. Be cleansed right now. Be cleansed. Every negative report speaking against you, whatever has persisted in your life, that is eating you up, make you a question of God. Today is the end of the oppression. You are set free. Amen. You are set free. Amen. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. Be healed, be healed right now. The anointing of God is upon you. Healing is coming to you right now. Healing is coming to you right now. From the top of your head down to the sole of your feet, you are being restored. You are being restored. You are being restored right now. I wrote by the blanket of death, the blanket of deterioration, the blanket of mortality, the blanket of negativity. Lose your grief for those people right now. I command deliverance. I command salvation in your body. I command salvation in your soul. I command salvation in your mind and your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, let every sickness disappear. Disappear. Spiritual sickness. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. By the power of your Christ Jesus. By the power of your Christ Jesus. Right now, right now, right now. As I draw your faith with you, the Holy Ghost is touching you. The Holy Ghost is touching you. Be healed, be healed. You will sleep and have peace in the name of Jesus Christ. I command that this sickness will not come back in Scotland. You shall not be oppressed again. You shall not be attacked again. Every sickness in your body, in your tummy, every sickness in your chest, every blood related sickness, organ failures, toxins in your system. All forms of negativity, all forms of deterioration, mental deterioration, in any way, any part of your body is suffering any form of brutality on account of the works of Satan by today's world, by today's fashion. You are free. You are free. Amen. You are free. Amen. Jesus makes you whole now. Amen. I say, Jesus makes you whole now. Amen. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Makes you whole now. Amen. I bring a curse of witchcraft. As people are victims of witchcraft manipulation, I bring a curse placed upon your life, placed upon your career, placed upon your family. As people who are threatening your life from today, their own life shall be threatened by the judgment of God Jesus Christ. Whatever is speaking against you, whatever has been concocted that is speaking against you, that's militating against your life. You will feel this strange energy all the time. You will feel this strange pressure on your mind. You will see this strange oppression in your sleep, in your dreams. You wake up with fear all the time. There is this fear that grips you. Every time you're alone, the blanket of darkness is ravaging you. From this moment, I decree by the power of God 
Their hold is broken forever Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The light of God shall shine upon you. Amen. The peace of God shall shine upon you. Amen. The liberty of God's people is upon the name of Jesus. Amen. From this day, I decree as a priest of God that every infirmity, every sickness, and every oppression that is laid upon your life comes on end in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Take all the glory. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen.